Nothing great should be easy. I'm gonna tweet that. <laughs> right? Like, why should anything great be easy? This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Happy 4th of July, everybody listening to the podcast. Have a super exciting announcement. Uh, spending two weeks with my dad came up with a huge concept uh, for everybody who loves buying wine, especially in those deal the day sites, those Groupon type sites, those flash sale sites. Check out winetext.com. W-I-N-E-T-E-X-T. Most ridiculous concept you've ever seen. Literally take two minutes to sign up and then get a ridiculous offer, like $40 wine for 15, you know, $15 wine for eight. You know, get, a, get an offer via text and all you have to do is reply with like the number four or the number two for an amount of bottles. I'm super pumped about it. Please go check it out, winetext.com. Please tell all your homies about it. Happy 4th of July. I'm super jazzed. Go check it. Enjoy today's podcast. Uh, Final question, what's your definition of greatness? Uh, You know, I've never really thought of that. You know, it's funny, a couple things ran through my, I'll just go with what ran through my head. First thing that came to mind is that a lot of people know who you are because you've impacted them in a positive way. Um, uh, The second thing that came through my mind was interesting was when you say somebody's name, you feel something. Mm. Like you know that you know like when you get nervous, like some version of like excitement and butterflies. Um, I think it's you know I'm fascinated by the word great because I think it's one of those words that has absolutely been like you know like I, I think about sports casting. It's funny everybody's nostalgic about their youth and you always become the old man or old woman. Like the amount the way great gets thrown around. Mm-hmm. You know I'd love to get your perspective on this because you've anchored into this so heavily, but like. Yeah, those are those, you know, those are two things that come to mind. Like that mix between nervousness and excitement uh, in your stomach or like to me it's like when you hear a name, like it's funny. Martin Luther King's birthday was the other day, right? I went to Martin Luther King Middle School. Like like I don't think we can wrap our head around the people that have changed the world because that's a level of selflessness. Like I'm pumped because I'm going to be 50% selfless, selfless, and I think I'm gonna be legendary for it. There's people out there that are 100% selfless. Um, I think for entrepreneurship, you have to be 50% of each. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's wild to me that I am gonna be far more successful and great because of the DM that I'm gonna send to a kid tonight than for the 97 things I'm gonna be right about in business over the next century and will make me successful. Um, doing the right thing is always the right thing. There's something in that statement with greatness. I think to be great, you have to be an enigma. You have to be like against the status quo. Mm. You have to be willing to say, fuck work-life balance in its current state, like I did earlier in the you know, segment. So yeah, just, just different. Like, and invoking a reaction. A human reaction must occur, otherwise you're not great. You know? Mm-hmm. Gary, thanks, thanks brother. brother, appreciate you. Gary explains why greatness is a mindset. I put out a post about, you know, stop blaming other people, stop start blaming yourself. I'm reading the comments right now, it's super fascinating. Of course, you, you know, so my whole thing is like, blame myself for everything. Of course there's other things that people are doing, right? Like, if somebody runs me over with a car right now and they were drunk, is that my fault or is their fault? I get that you can blame that other person. I'm not so much worried about the actuality of the event. I'm talking about the mindset. Tyler, when are people gonna understand this, the mindset? 
the mindset of blaming yourself allows you to do so much more. So when it's eight out of 10 times on you, you're moving forward instead of looking backwards. Sure, the two out of 10, but if you just have that mindset, it's just winner mindset. This is about mindset. Everybody's taking every word I say so practical. Yes, I understand that there's issues in the world. Like, it wasn't your fault that an earthquake like drilled your house. I get it. It's the mindset. To me, I'd be like, man, I shouldn't have lived in California. I mean, I don't know, like, mindset. It helps you eight out of 10 times. And the other two times, you just deal with it. This clip is a conversation about greatness between Gary and NBA player Nick Stauskas. If I wanted to be a great basketball player, and I was four years into my career, and it hadn't happened yet, I would probably spend every single minute on my game. Yeah. Like, I mean everyone. Like, That's... you might want to leave right now. <laughs> I'm like, Brother, just, I'm being, I'm, right I'm being really frank with you. Like, yeah. if you're ask, actually asking me, yeah. I, I would probably study film and work out yeah. every single moment of the next 24 months of your life. See, like, like that... no sitting on the couch with your buddy DMing me. Yeah. Zero. That's like... That's... Zero, by the way. Zero? I did it. Yeah. From 21 to 30, my life was zero. Like, okay. straight up zero. Like, you have to understand. Yeah. I lived in Jersey and never came to New York City to go out on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Really? And when I say ever. Never, zero times. That's crazy. So like that's what's real though. Like yeah. people don't understand greatness is about obsession. Yeah. Like, like otherwise wouldn't everybody be fucking great? Yeah. Like so if you're, you're four mm-hmm. and you're like fuck man, I really don't want to regret this and like I'd like to have, like I'd like to, the course yeah. of my career to change. I follow yeah. the sport enough to know. Yeah. Then dude, you actually have to go 100%. Yeah. Like no friends, no girls, basketball. Damn. That's it's the truth. Not, yeah, it's the truth. It's the truth. That's the truth. That's the that's the, that's actually yeah. eating dirt. When I talk about eating dirt, people are like, "Oh yeah, I eat dirt. I work hard." That's working hard. Yeah. Eat dirt. Yeah. Damn. That's what it is, man. So, I know I know that's a, And you know what's kind of cool is like you're in a sweet in my opinion you're in a sweet spot to try it. My big thing for you right now is kind of like fuck it, try it. Mm-hmm. Do it. Do it for 18 months. Just see what happens. So what's really crazy about your game, though, it fucks me up. Is you could like, we, like, like you could do it. Like everything could be perfect, and you can get hurt. Yeah. That just fucks with me so That's much. Cra- and you see it in the NBA this year. Like even Kristaps Porzingis the other day just going, torn ACL. Like 12 months, he's gonna be out. And it's like, it's just like the harsh reality of the game. But it's a harsh game. But look, I mean, like anything in life, being a professional athlete in America. Is about it gets that's pretty up there, bro. Oh, I I love. I mean, I mean, of course. I mean, it was my dream since I was a kid, so I can't complain. But like, I guess another question I have is like, how how do how do you think I should how how should I go about evaluating what I need to change in terms of my routine? Because like, that, like to be that, honest, because yeah. to be honest, like, it's to the point. Like, I've huh? ate dirt. I've ate dirt to the point where like they'll like they ban me from coming back to the gym at night. Like I just came here from practice, and like oftentimes I'll go back home, like I'll take a nap or whatever it is, and then I'll go back at night. And it's gone to the point where they're like, dude, you can't keep coming back. Like it's not good for your body. Like you need like yeah. at a certain point, for athletes, yeah. you do need yeah. rest. So I here's what I would do. I would go look at as many people as possible that have mapped a similar career to you mm-hmm. and actually accelerated their career in year five or six. Mm-hmm. Like literally, mm-hmm. like have somebody, one of your college buddies, you, yeah. like somebody that, like a fan, like yeah. figure the fuck out who the 29 guys who've had the most similar path to you in the last 10 years mm-hmm. and actually talk to every one of them. DM them. Yeah. Call them, like they're in a fraternity. Yeah. I would definitely, definitely do that and I definitely think you need a, uh, I think you should really consider hiring somebody. Okay. You know? Yeah. 
like, I don't know sport well enough to know like who the, those basketball coaches are and how they roll yeah. and like what that is, mm-hmm. but that's potentially what it is, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I guess like that's, I, it's like one of the most frustrating parts for me is cause like when I've been on this journey, especially over the four years, like I haven't seen the success that I've wanted to see, but everyone keeps like every coach that I've been coached, I played for three different teams and every coach and every like teammate I have, like everyone's like, you're gonna be okay. Like you're on the right path. Like trust me, like your hard work's gonna pay off. But like after four years of it, like there's cer- certain parts of your mind where you're like, here's what's are up, these though. people just like telling me what I wanna Here, hear? Here's what's up. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, what's the alternative? Yeah, it's true. There is no alternative. Here, Gary answers another question from Lewis Howes. Final question, what's your definition of greatness? It's a great question. What's my definition of greatness? I think, (laughs) I got one. I think that when it's all said and done, and we've been talking a lot about legacy, that when it's all said and done, you've achieved greatness when, even though all along the way, there was a narrative of, he's a dick, or he'll never pull it off, or what has he ever really done? Greatness is when you are on that last day, both the fans and the non-fans have to accept and acknowledge the results. Gary Vee, thanks for coming on, man. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. Thank you. This final clip should provide some motivation on this July 4th day. Know who you are, own it, and greatness will follow. I am within myself, I am not in need of an outside or, or other force to navigate what's going on in my life. I've also never experienced the death of somebody disproportionately close to me because I lost all my grandparents except for one uh, and didn't have a very large family. So here I am at 43 years old and not losing my parents, siblings, children, spouse. Um, so, you know, I'm maybe gonna need it then the only thing I really do care about is those 11, 12, 13 people. Like, I wish people actually knew how real that is to me. I think people say it and they're mm-hmm. not truthful. Yeah. I think people say, all I care about is my family, but then I watch their actions and it's not true. I um, don't go to anybody, I go to myself. That's amazing. I do. That's I go awesome. to myself in my sleep, in my showers, in my flights, in those moments where I have a second to myself where I'm not working every second, I go to myself. And, and honestly, a lot of what I'm trying to put into the world is trying to get people into that. Lately I've been yeah. doing, you know, at a keynote recently, yeah. I've been doing this kind of like, I've only done this shtick now a couple times where I put my fingers in my ears. I'm like, my happiness comes from this. Hearing a voice. You know, I can't hear anybody. You know, when you can't hear anybody for real, and I, and I want to really go here right now. I'm not you talk- don't even hear your wife in your I ear? I do not hear my wife. Come or my, on, or Gary. My, I don't. <laughs> in, in its, and it's funny, you went there and that's where I was about to go. In its truth, in its purest form, when you don't hear your spouse or your parents or your children, that's it. That's why I am who I am. I don't hear it. That's a I, really tough I, place to get to. It's, uh, yeah. Because it feels like you're, uh, everybody always wants something yeah. from you. So you're, you're basically told. like... And especially you, you're probably pulled in like a million different directions. Guys, I mean, look, I think I have a unique life for a reason. I really do know that. Oh, yeah. Like, I do know that. Like, I don't have this admiration or success or notoriety or the thing that's happening with me is the byproduct of who I am. Couple things, back to ego, insecurity, confidence, (laughs) all that stuff. Yeah. A, I don't think I did that. I think Gary Vee 
is the byproduct of Tamara and Sasha Vaynerchuk, the byproduct of capitalism in America, like the byproduct of a kid who was born with nothing and had to earn his keep. So like, That's true. so like yeah. when people like, when, when this nice feelings that I'm getting from you guys come, you'd be so surprised how much that doesn't go to me which keeps me disproportionately grounded. So that's how you don't have an ego. That's exactly yeah, right. exactly. You know, and it's like, I have confidence. Yeah, because you I definitely have, have a lot have of confidence. Tons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I have such disproportionate amounts of humility because I'm aware of the truth, which is I had less to do with this. I think people are confused that they're the byproduct of much more than they are. I think their children, their businesses, like my pride in my children and definitely my businesses will be very high because that's me architecting. My community I'm very proud of. The positivity and positivity with with non-delusion is very difficult to create. I don't want to be the secret. You know, I don't even want to be, you know, Tony Robbins or Oprah. I've got a different kind of slight gear to it which comes with a level of practicality and accountability and lack of entitlement that is a little bit different. And I do think that's why it's happening. But it's very quiet in my head. Very, very, very quiet. I am disproportionately not anxious. That's tough not to have anxiety. I agree. <laughs> yeah. As anxiety has grown in our it, society. It has. Grown. You I'm, don't sleep at night. I'm less anxious than I've ever been. Well, I didn't sleep last night because I was so excited to meet you. I get excited. <laughs> I don't sleep before a big Jets game. That I understand. That's called excitement. But but worrying doesn't come natural to me because I feel in control. And here's where being quiet helps. I'm so comfortable if I make 13 bad business decisions, lose everything. Every article on earth is written, see, I told you, he was full of shit. He wasn't good. He wasn't as good as he thought. This is why don't be the next Gary V as a headline. That doesn't bother me. I'll tell you why. Number one, if I go on to lose everything from a business standpoint, I deserve those headlines. True. Number yeah. two, I don't care. Because I feel capable of coming back and then I get to rise like a phoenix and then do it all again. And so I think being quiet in your head is a big deal. I'm not worried about who thinks I'm ugly or stupid or full of shit or not capable or not as good as I think. I just, I, you know what's funny? I respect it, I hear it, but I don't consume it. I definitely don't internalize it and I don't live my life predicated on it. Hey guys, I hope you really enjoyed this episode of the Gary Vee Experience. Now go out and share this, pass it on, let me know what you thought.